0: Praise the Lord, saints. Let's look at uh, Psalm twenty-three just a moment. Now, remember, Psalm twenty-three is in your Bible, and it's in your Bible for a reason because it's yours, and it belongs to you. Notice the first verse. It says, "The Lord is my shepherd." You know we got to capitalize on this word "is." It's not he was. It's not he's going to be. He is. Now you got to think of a shepherd just a moment. Oh. because we, we, we rule out all the good things that uh, oh, we think, you know, God would do for others. We rule them out for us. Like, no, he won't do it for us, you know. Listen, a sheep has got everything he needs, you know. I mean, he does because he's got a shepherd. Now, when a sheep, you know, had not got no shepherd, he's in a mess. But as long as he's got a shepherd, he's fine. I mean, good nice. Somebody's watching out for him, taking care of him, whatever, you know. But we think, you know, we've heard so many messages and they're incorrect, Because if you read the rest of the 23rd Psalm, everything that somebody says about the 23rd Psalm has to be in the 23rd Psalm. Most of the time they think, the Lord is my shepherd, God's taking everything away except for just the minimal things I need to survive. That is so stupid. Now, how would you look if you were a shepherd and you were taking care of some other man's sheep and all you did was give his sheep the minimum Just to keep them alive? That'd be the last time you were on the job. (laughs) Well, that's not the way God is. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Uh, The Living Bible says I have everything I need. I mean, really? I mean, because we are going to look for help in other places when we don't have help. But if you will remember, Psalm 46, verse 1 says, the Lord is a very present help in time of trouble. Praise God, a very present help in time of trouble. So you got to throw out all this stuff is where's Jesus when you need him? I mean, he he helps everybody but me. No, he's standing there right with you. Revelation 3.20 says he is. He's standing at the door knocking. Why don't you let him in? Oh, I know you're saved. So was the whole church that that story was written to. Revelation 3.20, they were all saved. They are all going to heaven. Jesus is still standing on the outside saying, if any man will open the door. <laughs> he was talking about any man in that church, any woman in that church, any child. They're already going to heaven. They're already Christians. What's he talking about? Well, read the rest of that <clears throat> Revelation 3.20, and I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. Dine, what does that mean? He's going to eat with you today. I tell you what, it don't take but a couple of hours and this time to eat again, doesn't it? Well, where do you think Jesus is? Oh, he's off somewhere helping somebody in Africa or whatever. No, he's not. He's right there knocking on your door saying, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. All right, back to the 23rd Psalm. <clears throat> the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Well, wait a minute. I thought we're just barely getting by. Wouldn't it be better that he teaches something like, Have us be sheep and be out there in the the pavement, in the hot pavement. Wouldn't that be better for us? Maybe we would learn to appreciate the things better if, you know, God just put us through the fire, as some folks like to believe. Listen, God's not putting you through the fire. Nebuchadnezzar put Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in that fire. God did not put them in that fire. God helped them out when they got in that fire. They didn't even smell like smoke when they came out. They were bound up with with ropes and stuff and they were burned off, but not them. They were in there walking around with an angel, having a good time. Oh gee, and they weren't bashful either. They said, our God whom we serve is able and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Why do you think Nebuchadnezzar made it seven times hotter than it should have been made? (laughs) Why did Nebuchadnezzar stand there and look? He could have said, get these guys out of my sight. Nope. Why did Nebuchadnezzar bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Why did Nebuchadnezzar throw them in there quickly? Because they had said, Our God whom we serve is able and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Anyway, so back to the 23rd Psalm. So God's not going to take you as a sheep and put you out in a hot pavement. That's not what he says. He said he leaves you. He says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. Wow. Leaves me beside the still waters. Now, ain't that nice? Praise God. Always got a drink. Isn't that something? Don't you remember Jesus fed the five thousand, and he turned around and fed the four thousand. Then when the disciples were in the boat and they forgot to take a loaf of bread with them, they were worried, oh no, we didn't bring no food. And Jesus said, I cannot believe y'all are worried about not having something to eat. He said, Don't you remember the 5,000 and how many baskets full were taken up afterwards? And the 4,000, how many were fed and how many baskets were taken up afterwards? He says, And Jesus goes on to say, I can't believe you think I'm worried about not having bread. <laughs> so we shouldn't worry either. See, the feeding of the 5,000, the feeding of the 4,000 served one purpose well, uh, two purposes, but it was not to say, Oh, golly gee, Jesus is the Son of God. Man, these people already knew He was the Son of God. Jesus said, I have compassion on them, and I don't want to send them away lest they faint in the way. They've had nothing to eat, Jesus said, so he fed them, and he did it twice, praise the Lord. So anyway, no wonder the 23rd Psalm, David writes and says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. You know, <clears throat> oh, he restores my soul. wow. Now, you may, I mean, i tell you that word restore there, he, it's, it's not just, well, you know, spiritually, he'll take care of you. No, you go back and look at the living Bible. It says he restores my failing health. Praise God. Oh, boy. We've just cut the Lord so short. We're like, he can't do nothing. Nah, he can't heal. No. Oh, he heals somebody else, but he won't heal me. Oh, yeah. You just keep believing that and it'll never touch you. You've got to turn that around and say, you know what? If he ever healed anybody in the Bible, he's going to heal me. Makes sense to me. That's the reason he said in uh, Exodus, you know, chapter, uh, chapter 21, I'm the God that healeth thee. Or you'd have to say, well, he's the God that heals you, but he doesn't heal me. No, he's the God that heals thee. He's, he, he's going to heal you. Anyway, <clears throat> so he restores my soul. He says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yikes. See, now here comes the scary part. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Notice this, I will fear no evil. Now, I want to tell you something. When things get scary, I get scared. And I know you do, too. Otherwise, you know, it's hard to find in our lives that we're just not afraid of anything. You know, oh, we got things that bother us, you know. But notice what David said. Yea, they'll walk through the valley of the shadow of death. In other words, here's one of those things that it might kill you. And it causes great fear. But guess what? David said, because the Lord's my shepherd, I'm not afraid. I see some people go and say, well, yeah, because see, if you die, you know you've got a place in heaven. You could die right now and you'd be satisfied because, you know, the Lord's with you. Listen, I know all that. I know I'm going to heaven. But let me tell you something. When death is trying to come knocking on your door, it still gets scary even though you know you're going to be with the Lord. So that's not what he's talking about here. He's talking about protection. Protection. Oh, we have just missed all this concerning protection. You go back and read in Genesis about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And when Jacob, uh, <clears throat> oh, he had a vision one night. He heard from the Lord, and the Lord promised him that he would protect him. Oh, but I guess that's not for us today. That's ridiculous. You have got protection. David even said so in the, in the 18th Psalm. The Lord's my fortress, my shield, my God. I mean, all the way around, he's a shield. Same thing in Psalm 91. But we think, you know, well, you know, whatever comes my way, you know, God's leading me into destruction today. That's ridiculous. That does not line up with uh, the 91st Psalm. It doesn't line up with the life of Jesus. Nothing happened until Jesus, till he said, okay, it's the hour of darkness, and he gave his life. We just think we're supposed to roll over and let people just wipe us out. That is ridiculous. What do you got the armor of God for? We're fighting God? No, we're fighting the enemy. Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, you'll tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Wow. Anyway, back to the 23rd Psalm. So he says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Wow. Well, see, that's the way the the sheep are. They know that shepherd's right there. And maybe in the distance there might be a lion over there, but I guess what? Guess what? That sheep knows about that line. He's not worried about it, you know. Shepherd's right there with that big old rod. He gonna knock the snot out of that line if he comes over there. <laughs> you think something's gonna sneak up and get God one day? No. Uh-uh. So no wonder you can calm yourself down. See, that's what's called faith. Anyway, so here we go. So, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Notice he says, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. In other words, you've got the military force to help me out. I am not worried. I'm telling you. Praise God. Some people think, well, yeah, that rod and that staff, that's where God uses it on the sheep to just beat the crap out of us. No way. I wouldn't be (laughs) talking about the 23rd Psalm. I'd be saying, you know, there's some things I don't understand about God, you know, and the Lord's my shepherd and sometimes I don't like it. He didn't say that, did he? You could hear him uh, almost jumping off the pages saying this is the most fantastic thing in all my life. So let's keep reading it that way because that's the way it is. So he says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Then notice this next one. He says, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. What? Yeah. The enemy decided to come wipe you out today. And guess what? God says, well, look what we're going to have for dinner today. And he sits down before you, your favorite meal. And you're saying, uh, uh, but uh, but Lord, you know, uh, there's a problem out there. And the Lord says, don't worry about it. (laughs) Here, just enjoy this. I'll take care of that problem for you praise god hallelujah see we've missed it so much see look at the very next verse he says surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life see today is one of those days see, it's not just some special day some special day you'll have goodness and mercy nope 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 it's every day and notice he put on the, the guarantee on that first word Surely, surely surely Goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life You should stop in your tracks right now when you're facing difficulty and turn around and say hmm righty. Well, I got goodness and mercy right behind me. So here we go And we're not talking about a couple of angels. You got more than a couple of angels anyway Come on. It's not angelic names. Some people said that, you know, I was an angel called goodness and an angel called mercy <laughs> It's better than that mercy We don't have a record of too many angels in the Bible other than than, uh, Gabriel, you know, and Michael, and then Lucifer, who's a bad one, in the Bible. So we're not talking about angel names here. This is blessing after blessing after blessing, and wherever your feet are going to trod today, you are going to have goodness all over you and around you, and you're going to have mercy too. You know, a lot of times we talk ourselves out of things because we think, well, I'm just not as good a Christian as I should be. Quit talking like that. Jesus didn't die for nothing. He died for your sins. We all want to do better, and you'll do better. But quit beating yourself over that. That's not going to get you any favor with God. You know, if you want to go join a monk a uh, monastery somewhere, it might help you with some people down here on earth. But you're not getting anywhere with God. That's not going to get you anywhere. So dust yourself off, act like the 23rd Psalm is yours, act like it was meant to be, it wasn't an accident, and get happy. So surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Notice David said, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Quit your worries about going to heaven. Quit your worries about all these other kind of things. You are going to meet your grandparents, your great-grandparents, the people from the Bible that you've heard about and other people in history. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. They're all going to be there. You're going to be there. Quit worrying. Gee whiz, I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise God. I'll tell you what. So why do you think that 23rd Psalm was written? To make you sad? Nope. It always makes you glad. Well, let's pray. Father, we just thank you that by your stripes we're healed. We thank you, Lord, that you supply every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And if we're facing any kind of difficulty, no matter what it is, you'll get us out of it. So, Lord, that doesn't leave anything left but for us to go tell others what this 23rd Psalm just says and all the good things you've done for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.